What's going on guys, Sumi here with Thoughtcast. Today I'm gonna talk about the three things that you need to know when you first start talking to someone. The three things that you should be looking for when you go on that first date. A lot of you ask me, what should I be looking for? What should I be trying to ask this person? I'm gonna give it to you right here in this video. If you're looking for that information, you are in the right place. If you guys don't know who I am, my name is Sumi. I'm a relationship coach, I'm a life coach. I work with thousands of people all over the world. If you ever wanna work with me or join one of my programs, the links are in the description below. And with that being said, if you find this video helpful, please give it a thumbs up and definitely hit that bell icon to subscribe for our notifications. With that being said, let's get right into it. All right, so you're going on your first date, right? You're, you're, you're talking to this person for the first time. What do you look for? What are the three things that you should look for? Now, there's more than three things. Let me just say that right now. But these are the three major things that I would tell you to look for when you first start talking to someone. And they're the three S's, okay? They are sincerity, they are stability, and they are satisfaction. I'm gonna go through each one of them here in this video. And if you are struggling with finding high quality partners and analyzing the red flags, this is the video for you. If you are unable to really gauge someone accurately and you find yourself in negative relationship after negative relationship, maybe you just got out of a toxic relationship or a breakup, this is the video for you. And if this video doesn't seem like it's for you, check out my other videos because I'm sure there's a video out there that I made specifically for you. But with that being said, right? Satisfaction, let's start off with that. First and foremost, you've gotta like the person. You've gotta engage with the person. You've gotta connect with the person. And this is very, very quick. Typically, it happens in the first four to five minutes. In the first four to five minutes, you can actually decide if you have an inclination or an alignment with this person. Now, I'm gonna tell you something even more crazy. Within the first 10 to 30 seconds, you will decide if you are sexually attracted to this person. Now, I'm gonna tell you why sexual attraction is so important because a lot of people don't think it is and a lot of people will tell you, oh, it doesn't matter. It's about who they are inside. No, listen. Sexual attraction is very important in a partnership. Intimacy is very important in a partnership. And the passion that you have in the sexual act in itself is very important. Because look, if you wanna go play tennis with your partner and your partner's not good at tennis, you can get another tennis partner. If the food they cook is not good, you can find a home chef. But you can't do that act with anybody else than your partner, okay? In a monogamous, realistic relationship in the modern day society, you're going to have to go to your partner for any stimulation in that department. So it's super important that your partner is satisfying this requirement for you. And that's why people look for two major characteristics. One of them is attraction. Even though attraction in a very biological core basis is not necessarily beneficial for us, we are still hardwired to look for people that are attractive. And this comes from an idea that we look at attraction as a variability in genetics. Back in the day in a primitive society when we were enclosed in certain areas, there was a lot of inbreeding, okay, to keep the population alive and to allow the species to really grow. And so you had genetic defects like trisomy 21 where you could recognize that facially. So in an effort to preserve our race, in an effort to preserve genetic diversity, we often choose for traits that show a high level of attraction. And the more distinct and genetic variability that partners have, the more they're likely to produce attractive children. We look for attraction even though it's not necessarily beneficial because attraction was a good measurement if someone's going to live past 30. Nowadays with modern technology, everybody's living past 30. So it's not beneficial. But attraction serves a lot of uses in today's society. First off, you have access to jobs that you may not have, being a model, being someone in fitness. And number two, people are psychologically more inclined to be positively reactive towards attractive people. Even babies from a very young age are more smiley and more happy and release more dopamine when they see someone's face with a high level of symmetry and effectively a face that's attractive. So kids even like attractive people. So attraction starts at a very young age and the behaviors to seek attraction start very early. So that's one thing that you gotta understand about the satisfaction. I'm not saying that an attractive person is very satisfying by that nature, but the first thing that we look at in a relationship and an interaction is how a person 
person presents themselves, the communication, the vernacular, the vocabulary, the way that they're moving their hands and smiling at you and looking in your eyes. This all creates that initial connection. And that satisfaction that you have being with this person, talking to this person is super important. Look, you can know someone for 20 years. You can know them their whole life. But you could connect with someone more in a two-hour conversation that's a complete stranger more than that person. So tenure means nothing. Satisfaction and the initial draw and chemistry that you have to a person is very, very important. So when you first meet that person, make sure that you're satisfied in the conversations you're having, in the interaction that you're having. More so than just the physical, but also the behavioral, the body language, the things that you're talking about. This is super important. Number two is stability. The number one thing that people search for when they're looking for a partner is stability, is actually financial wealth, is financial stability. And stability is often associated with finances because in today's society, money is oxygen for raising a family, for living, for just surviving. And a lot of times when people were getting into mating partnerships, it was done so out of a process for survival. So we are still hardwired to go for individuals that are very financially wealthy, very financially strong. That is why girls go for guys that have money. And that is why guys often go for women that come from good families. Now, women select for wealth a lot more than men do. And men select for attraction a lot more than women do. You'll see women date older men that are not as attractive as them, and they'll be okay with it as long as that man has some level of financial stability. You'll see men go for women that have nothing, a server, a cashier at a fast food chain, whatever it might be as long as she's attractive. So sexually in a masculine and feminine energy, the feminine searches for wealth and the male searches for attraction. But both of them in the first two are looking for wealth and attraction. So stability is very important, especially for women to look for in a partner because you want a partner that's going to provide you a stable lifestyle. You want to have kids with this person. You want to grow old with this person. And you want to really grow with this person in a lot of aspects, travel the world. And, and that requires stability emotionally, mentally, physically, financially in all categories. Life is up and down. And in a chaotic lifestyle, you need a partner that holds it together, that's centered to where you can go home and vent to them and you can go be emotional with them and they're going to hold you down. That's what every one of us wants. And sometimes we need to be that person for our partner. So the relationship in itself, the partnership in itself has to have stability. So you've got to gauge whether this person is stable and that your level of stability, also you've got to be accountable here, is your level of stability going to match their level of inconsistency? For me, I'm a very stable person. I'm a very calm person. I'm sure you could tell by the position of what I do and the businesses that I run, I'm a very calm person. So I can handle a girl that's a little bit more crazy, a little bit more unstable, but she brings a lot more value in the satisfaction department and in the third department, the sincerity. I can handle a little bit of instability because I have such a stable life. At the same time, I am not necessarily inclined to date people that are unstable in a large fashion because of my stability, because I don't want to damage my stability, because I don't want to allow negativity to come into my life. I have built such a stable life, and I want to protect it. I have built a lot of secure investments, and I want to protect them. And I have allowed myself to find peace in my life, in my lifestyle today, and I don't want someone to come in and ruin it. So if you're a stable person, you're going to want to go for a stable person. If you're an unstable person, you're going to want to go with someone that's very, very stable. But more than anything, you want to fix yourself first. You want to reach that stability to become more attractive towards partners because the same thing that you're looking for is the same thing that they're looking for. So we want someone that's satisfying. We want someone that's stable. And last but not least, we want someone that's sincere. This is hard to gauge because, you know, when you're dealing with relationships in today's world, it's very superficial. It's very upfront, it's very transactional, and it's hard to find someone that really likes you for who you are. I think that we all want someone to love us in the rawest and most naked version of ourselves. I think we want someone that loves us even though they could hear every single thought in our head. And I know I have a lot of unfiltered thoughts in my head, but the thing is, I would want someone to accept me for all my negativity and all my positivity. 
So finding someone that's sincere about their love for you is super important. Dating someone who loves you for you is just natural. It feels effortless and it feels safe. A lot of times we date people that don't necessarily like us for us, especially when we're younger. They like us for the physicality, the attraction, the status, the stability, but they don't necessarily love us for who they are. Because the first two things that I mentioned here can very much be boiled down to superficial things. I think I speak for a lot of guys out here. They don't necessarily want a girl that likes them for their money. They want a girl that likes them for who they are. And a lot of girls don't want a guy that likes them just for their physicality and their body and how good they are in bed. They like they they want them to like them for who they are. So it goes goes both ways. The sincerity is super important. And this is the thing here. The ways you tell sincerity is really with time, right? You can tell satisfaction very early on. It takes like 15 to 30 minutes to really decide if you really like somebody. The stability might take a little bit longer. You got to see their lifestyle and how they live. But the sincerity, that's what takes the longest. And you got to step out of that honeymoon phase, that six-month period where you're really all filled with hormones and emotions and you know testosterone and estrogen, whatever it might be, that really are pushing those internal reproductive traits. Once you're out of this period, you can really decide if someone is sincere or not. When you see someone putting in the effort, reciprocating to you, and sticking around in the negative moments, that's how you know they're sincere. And sincerity is typically shown with tenure. But with that being said, guys, these are the three things that you should be looking at. The satisfaction of the relationship and the emotional connection itself, the stability of what this person and partnership can offer you in a very logical manner, logic here, right? And then sincerity. Do they actually like you for you? Are they not lying to you? Is the connection real? Is the connection raw? Is the connection authentic? I hope this was helpful for you guys. Like I said before, like this video if it helped you. Subscribe for all the notifications. If you ever want to connect with me, all the stuff is down below. You can click the links and connect with me. And that being said, guys, until next time, Sumi out.